Welcoming Traveler. Get ready to level up in fantasy football. What's going on, ladies and germs? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football RPG Podcast. I am very happy to be back with you all after my little week hiatus. The boys here uh, holding down the fort for me. I really appreciated that. Uh, but I'm back, and I am thankful to be back because it's Thanksgiving week, and uh, we're going to have a little bit of a holiday coming up here in a few days. But before then, we are going to take you through a little bit of a dynasty rookie redraft redrafting those 2023 rookies uh here with me uh pretty much i mean i can say as always at this point right it seems right uh mr mike Kashuba, as always welcome back man. dude good to be here ready to talk football ready to talk rookies this is the most fun part of the job right now so yeah, uh, when when this was suggested uh, i think by you uh, for us to do the rookie redraft i was like yeah okay this is getting okay. me a little bit excited to like start getting into some more leagues, more startups, uh, getting more of these rookies on my squad because there's uh, quite a few interesting ones and ones that we weren't really uh, not on our radar uh, when we were doing these rookie drafts, but they have shot yeah. up uh, quite a bit. Um, and with me also, uh, I think as always, we can say, right, Evan? Uh, Evan, as always, with us again. Hi, Evan. Yeah, I think we're pretty much as always at this point, Corey. Heck yeah, man. Love to hear that. You doing good, man? Uh, any plans for the Thanksgiving holiday? Uh, this guy came up from Tampa. Uh, well, Tarpon. But yeah, Eric's officially here now. I appreciate that. Uh, it is a closed session. So uh, if you could get your guests to go ahead and get on it. Yeah, perfect. Now, Eric, come on back. Uh, maybe uh, Evan and Eric can be on the same team for this mock draft that we're going to do. How does Evan feel about that? That sounds perfect. <laughs> that sounds great. Uh, but with us, uh, not as always, as a first-time guest, we got Mr. Uh, Chris Battistel. Is that how Nailed you pronounce it. that? Did I nail Nailed that? It. Nailed yeah. it. Professional. At, <laughs> at FF Chris B uh, here with us, man. Uh, happy to have you. How you doing, bud? Uh, doing great. Getting ready for some early Thanksgiving football. Pretty hyped up about that. We got Friday football, college football's in the mix. So uh, I'm just, I'm just loving. I'm getting, I'm in all the fields with all the football. And like they say, uh, football is family. And what better way to spend Thanksgiving than watching football and not with your family, right? Yeah, man. I think uh, that was, wasn't that a Fast and the Furious quote? Football is family, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, just every family. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I you know, uh, Mike invited you on, but uh, we know that you are from Fantasy and Frames and that yes, like sir. Mike, you're also a creator for High Point, uh, yep. this whole collection of content creators for the fantasy football community and that you are keyed in on the Saints. How's that going, yes, man? Sir. Are you uh, enjoying your time there? I'm I'm not I'm enjoying my time at high points. Don't get me wrong. I'm not enjoying my time covering the New Orleans Saints. It's been <laughs> it's an, up and down the whole not year. a Saints fan then. Not a no, Saints I'm fan. definitely a Saints fan, which makes oh, it even, okay. which makes oh, it even, even worse. worse. I got yeah. the Christmas tree back there with the I got my mini helmet as the Saints topper. Okay. As the topper for the tree, the Saints mini helmet. So bleed black and gold. But uh, it's been a rough couple years, but excited to cover them with with high points. It's been a pretty, pretty fun ride so far. 
Yeah. For sure. I do want to ask you before we move on, just as a Saints fan, I need to know like your opinion of Taysom Hill, just out, outside of the fantasy landscape. Like just how do you feel yeah. about him as a player on your team? Uh, before the season, every time he came on the field, he gave me the ick. This year with the current situation of our quarterbacks and how he's been able to make the offense look like an offense, I kind of don't hate Taysom Hill this year. Nice. Yeah. I mean, not a lot of players like that, man. So no. it, on the one hand, it's like, I can definitely, I can empathize yeah. with like, uh, maybe we don't want Taysom Hill like taking yeah. as many snaps as this, but when he's effective with it, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. And that, and the fact that he's got the tight end designation, it's just, it's cheat code. It is cheat. It's very it cheat code. Cheap. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Especially in these like two tight end leagues that some of us yeah. are in and the, and the extra premiums and all that nonsense. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, glad to have you, man. We're like I said, we're going to do this rookie mock draft here in a bit. Uh, before that, we're going to do a pretty brief uh, news update for you all. There's not a ton out there, maybe more than we're going to talk about, but we really want to leave room for this rookie mock to make sure we can get through at least two rounds. We'll, we'll see how it goes. But um, before we just launch into things, we like to kind of warm up with like a soft uh, intro question. And seeing as it is Thanksgiving week, I want to know, I want to go around the horn here, maybe some controversial opinions. We'll see if it comes to fisticuffs. I want to know everyone's favorite Thanksgiving side dish. So not a main course, which, you know, I think there's a couple that are the mainstays. I didn't think that was as interesting to talk about. Um, I want to talk about the sides and I want to go, let's go first to my, to my left here would be Mike. Uh, and we will go around the horn here. Mike, what do you think? Best Thanksgiving side? It's a two-man race. All right. It's clearly it's between mac and cheese and mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah. But in but in my soul, it's gotta be mashed potatoes. If you make them the right way with a little bit of sour cream, a little bit of cheese, like just yep. it's mashed potatoes. Okay. I hear it. What about you, Chris? What do you think? Uh for me, sweet potato pie, man. I make a mean sweet potato pie from scratch, mm. so there's nothing like man. it. It's a family hit. My mom makes me make her an extra one every time I do it. So for me, I, I gotta go with that sweet potato pie, man. That's that's a dark horse. I like it though. Yeah, yeah. I get down on some sweet potato pie. That's that sounds good. Delicious. Uh, and what about what about the two-headed monster below me here? <laughs> What's your guys' couple name? Is it Evic? <laughs> Who knows Aaron? at this point? I mean, Aaron. it's basically just like it's a Aaron. one one Aaron? 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 Aaron. My wife? We're, oh, no, wait. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think? Do you just get one pick, I guess, between the two of you? Or do you each want to make one? I think we can make one each real Go. quick. Mine is the uh, Jared Goff of Thanksgiving sides that everyone forgets, but it's actually extremely good. Uh, give me stuffing. I will take <laughs> stuffing all day long. It, it put some gravy on the top of it. It is absolutely phrasing foundation of the Thanksgiving meal. Phrasing. <laughs> You're getting down on Jared Goff's gravy. Okay, very cool. <laughs> what, what about you, Evan? Uh, I'm going with scalloped potatoes. Okay. Okay. Tell me a little bit about. It. I don't think I have gotten down on that before. What, what's that about? What scalloped potatoes? Dude, it's like creamy potatoes. They're like sliced and they're oh okay in the oven. Cheesy, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, Lots I've never. I don't think I've ever heard the name of the bathroom it, but... afterwards. <laughs> okay, yeah, I hear it. Look, I wish I could be uh, a dissenting opinion here, but I do think Mike got it exactly right with the mashed potatoes. I could eat a mountain of those, oh, yeah. and I'll feel terrible afterwards, especially with how I make them. Just uh, like eight cloves of garlic, sour cream, Parmesan cheese, just 
everything in there, just make you go to the bathroom eight times the next day. But it's just so good, man. It is so good. I think you nailed it on that one, Mike. Uh, well, okay, great, man. I mean, I just want to say before we move on to the actual football news here, it is Thanksgiving week, and I am very thankful to have you boys here talking some football with me. So thanks for joining. Thank you to everyone who's listening. Let's talk a little bit of football here. Um, I guess we can go over the first thing, uh, talking about all these sides. I mean, you're going to get a lot of leftovers, and let's talk about a guy who's going to be left over and maybe put in the fridge until he's yucky. Uh, Zach Wilson, bench. <laughs> bench he's done uh we got we got tim boyle starting which was kind of surprised to me i thought it would be trevor simeon since uh he he was on the saints i mean like you probably know chris he was on the saints yeah. kind of balling out a little bit when he needed to uh but no we got we got a little bit of tim boyle so we're, we'll go around the horn here uh, and just kind of hear your guys' thoughts on what this means for the jets as a whole uh if tim boyle will be able to be fantasy relevant in this kind of gross QB landscape where I think there's like nine or 10 backup QBs starting in the league right now. So, you know, he's one that is possibly available if you are desperate for a QB, like I am in a league where I've lost Aaron Rodgers, Kirk Cousins, and Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm kind of looking at Tim Boyle going, uh, <laughs> I'm seven and four, uh, Tim Boyle, <laughs> come save me. Uh, but we'll go around the horn here. We'll go the opposite direction. The two head monster below me. Whoever wants to go first between Evan and Eric, let's talk a little bit of Tim Boyle, what you guys think he will be able to accomplish. And I, specifically, I want to know from you guys if this is, uh, if you guys think that it's possible Tim Boyle keeps this team afloat enough for Aaron Rodgers to come back this season as he is saying he will. What do you guys uh, think? This team will not make it to playoffs. There's no chance that they'll even be sniffing playoffs. And this offense is going to be horrible. The only thing that they're going to be able to do is maybe run the ball. And even that is going to be questionable, which means it's probably going to be dump off season uh, because the target share for Garrett Wilson will probably be very high, but be very poor targets. Yeah, is Garrett Wilson like the saddest person alive right now, like in football? I'll, I'll caveat with in football because there's a lot of sad people out there, but <laughs> absolutely brutal. Um, Eric, differing opinion? Are you uh, your big jet stand after this Tim Boyle move? No, I'm on the same page that Tim Boyle will do absolutely nothing. And I think it's fake news that Aaron Rodgers is coming back at all this year. I think it's all a ploy to get attention. And he wants to say like, oh, I could have come back, but my ayahuasca is working. But the ownership said no. I think Aaron Rodgers is fake news. Um, I think I would rather take a shot. If, if I have one quarterback and I have to start a super flex and my only choice is Tim Boyle, I think I would rather take a shot on a high upside wide receiver or running back in that spot than put Tim Boyle in there personally. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely with you there. Uh, it's just in that league that I referenced earlier. Um, I don't have a QB one. So that Tim Boyle, up. here I come all my oh, fab. <laughs> uh, let, I mean, let's go quickly here. If that's all the opinion, I mean, Chris, do you agree? I mean, Tim Boyle, not gonna to live up into anything here is he gonna be worth anything at all no and you're fading garrett wilson the probably the only guy i'm starting off that new york giant or new york jets offense is Brees hall because he should see a lot of the dump downs from boyle he should see a lot of the the running work in that in that running back room for the jets and if you're gonna give me tim boyle or jake browning i'm gonna go jake browning over tim boyle if i if you had the opportunity there Corey, to pick up jake browning over tim boyle i'd lean browning but uh boyle it's just Boyle, Simeon, the offensive line isn't good enough to make any quarterback, even if it was Aaron Rodgers, a viable fantasy option. 
and I mean, you said it, it is just, it's Boyle and Simeon now, right? Yeah. Like, cause they can't, they can't throw Zach Wilson back in there. No, like, he's, he's toast. Banned. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's done so at least for this year, maybe forever. Uh, Mike, last one here, any shred of light or hope for this jet situation? To all the Jets fans that said it couldn't get worse, be careful what you ask for. Welcome to worse. <laughs> Here is something that's very interesting that I saw uh, when Zach Wilson was declared bench. The uh, spread for their next game was, I think the Jets were a plus seven. Zach Wilson gets benched. It's now like a plus ten and a half. Like cool. kind of speaking towards, I mean, to me, it seems like a weird thing. I, I don't know how much worse Tim Boyle can be than Zach Wilson, but at least Vegas thinks... Yeah, significantly worse. Tim Boyle has thrown 35 interceptions going back to college and has not hit 15 touchdowns yet. Ooh. Do with that information what you will. I like that stat drop, Mike. That that speaks volumes <laughs> for sure. Um, okay, great. Let's let's keep trucking here. Um, like I said, we got that that mock draft coming up, so I want to get through this a little quick. Yep. But I want to throw this up to Mike, our resident Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, fan here. Do you want to quickly just like, do you want to do a little dance for us and take your shirt off? Like, what do you want to do? Matt Canada was fired, man. <laughs> uh, listen, I real quick, I want Matt Canada to be fired, but let, like he is still a human being. I still wish him the best of luck in all of his future endeavors, but this breathes fresh air into Pittsburgh. This is an opportunity to evaluate the talent there in a new system and see like, was Matt Canada truly as much of a problem or was it that Kenny Pickett can't read a field like a third grader trying to read a history book. Like we need to figure out who the problem is. And clearly Matt Canada wasn't the solution. So I'm excited for the future. It is wild that I, I think it was like since the forties, the Steelers have never made like a OC change in the middle of the season. Like oh, historic, yeah. cool. like very, very yep. historic and kind of speaks volumes to how bad it's been. And right. I, I think the last time it was, it was because world war two happened. Like they were, <laughs> their coach got drafted. <laughs> So <laughs> I didn't know that. That's so wild. Do with that what you will. Uh, that's <laughs> okay. enough Matt Canada for one lifetime. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, anyone else have any thoughts about like Steelers going forward? Are we going to see like a Bills-esque, like the Bills fire their OC and suddenly like they absolutely slaughter the Jets? Are we seeing this as like maybe an uptick for the Steelers as a whole? Are they going to have a resurgence? Anyone, anyone think that might be true? Uh, they might be a little bit better, but I mean, if you're looking at the two situations, Buffalo and Pittsburgh, it's Pickett and Josh Allen. And that's ultimately <laughs> the big difference between the two, not the offensive coordinators. Yeah. I love, I love what Mike Zimmerman just put in here. Michael Phoenix as the, as the guy with <laughs> yeah. Mark Brunel as the OC. I love it. Let's go. Uh, that's, that's very good. Um, okay. And I mean, Evan, Eric, same thing. Actually, question for you guys like it's kind of weird to me that this the oc job is seemingly split i don't know if you guys have heard like much about like how there's going to yep. be a play caller and a separate person that's oc has that been done before how do you guys see that going in general not yeah, well I mean, it's, it's been done in college before you yeah. know like a quarterback's coach calling plays or they'll get a, a special assistant for the, to the offensive coordinator calling plays so it's been done but you know, we'll see at the NFL level how it goes. Can I just say, you guys look so cute down there together. <laughs> look at you guys. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that that is enough Matt Canada talk, certainly. Um, last big thing I put on here to talk about, because I think in terms of fantasy football, it's pretty significant. Uh, Mark Andrews 
He's yep. most likely done for the rest of the fantasy football season. Um, you know, if you drafted him, you took him as a, a top three tight end, most likely, maybe the first tight end off the board if you're doing a dynasty startup, and he's gone. Um, so quickly again, just around the around the horn here. Um, what do we think about Isaiah Likely? Do we think that Lamar Jackson is kind of a downtick with the loss of what like basically his best weapon? Uh Mike, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I think likely if anybody's going to assume that role, it's going to be likely, but uh let's like temper expectations a little bit. It's probably just gonna be a lot more of Zay Flowers and a lot more him running it. So I'm going to pick up likely, use him as a bench stash, and like hope that I see something, but I'm probably not plugging him comfortably into lineups anytime soon. But Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I, li- I like what likely is going to bring to that offense. He is a fast, he's going to find that that open space in the zone for Lamar Jackson. I'm not really going to fade Lamar Jackson at all. He's still going to hold that rushing upside, uh, rushing upside for fantasy managers. So like you said, Mike, I'm going to temper the expectations for likely, maybe not plug him into my lineup week one just to see what his usage is going to be in that offense and then go from there. Um, if I'm going to pivot to another tight end, if I don't have or if I had Andrews, might lean towards maybe a Kate Otten or a Luke Musgrave, uh, someone with that possibly on your waivers. That's not going to cost you too much fab that you should be able to rely on. These guys see some decent volume in their offenses. Yeah, no, I, I agree. The the Luke Musgrave, I, I I hated to hear that apparently he has like some sort of serious abdominal in, injury. Yeah, he, he was looking like he was gonna be a, a pretty pretty nice weapon there. Uh, he's had some some outings, but uh, that was unfortunate for him. Hopefully, he recovers pretty quick because that would be a great kind of spot fill in for Mark Andrews. Um, anyone else between Evan and Eric? Do you guys have any like um, kind of sleepier tight end pickups to to throw in there now that like. I mean, the landscape's kind of at this point in the season, I think it's probably looking pretty rough. Is there anyone out there that can save your your contender team with Mark Andrews out? Yeah, I mean, if you lost Andrews, you probably invested way too much capital in him yeah. in the startup, and your season's probably in dire straits at this point. So you're either dipping into your draft capital to go get somebody, uh, or you're trading a position player, uh, wide receiver, or running back to go get a tight end most likely is the way you're having to go. What do you think is is more um, like efficient or more economical in terms of your draft picks? Would you want to spend up to get like a, like a Kelsey or Hawkinson? Or are you trying to get like a stopgap for like a second or third round pick or something? No, 100% give me the stopgap. Okay, yeah. Okay, sounds good, guys. Uh, well, that's all I had. I don't know if anyone else wants to shout anything out specifically, um, but the next part here is to get to this rookie mock redraft um and eric I, I i'm sorry man we don't have a spot for you this is a four-teamer so uh if you want to yeah you want to just like give evan his his ear full of advice that'll work great i'm sure evan will really like that and appreciate it and uh we'll it. get this going here so <laughs> he needs it uh okay well let me go ahead and share my screen and we shall do this thing uh that's the one can you guys see that okay? This is yeah, exactly what the audio only listeners crave. Yeah, sorry, audio only. Uh, <laughs> get on that YouTube. We have the the sleeper draft board up. We'll we'll dictate as we go here. But if you want to get the full experience, you're really going to want to catch us on YouTube. Um, but we're going to do 
a super flex, uh, PPR, tight end premium, all of that good stuff that we normally like to play with, uh, dynasty rookie mock draft, redrafting these 2023 rookies with what we know now about them. It is sure to look very, very different <laughs> than uh, than it looked before the season started, I'm sure. Uh, but to kick us off, we have uh, we have FF Chris B. So yep. why don't you go ahead and get us started with the 101, man? Yeah, this this to me is an easy one. When I got the 101, I knew exactly who I was going to pick. My guy Drew from the 4th and Frame show that, oh, that I'm on. Dude. <laughs> he wants me to pick. <laughs> he asked me, he's like, who are you going to pick if you get the 101? And for me, before, before the season started, the fantasy season started, I was picking this guy 101. And right now, I'm still going to pick him 101. And that's uh, CJ Stroud Coleridge. Bernard Damn. Stroud, he is on a rip. And I get that Anthony Richardson was a top five per game uh, fantasy producing quarterback before he got hurt. But the work that CJ Stroud puts in the long term as a dynasty asset, that's the guy I'm going to want on my roster. No, I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I was a big CJ Stroud guy too pre-draft. I kind of was like switching between him and Anthony Richardson after the yep. draft of who would be my QB one. Still love CJ Stroud. But when you're talking about a rookie that's not only like up for rookie of the year, but also up for MVP. Uh, yeah, you take that guy oh, uh, yeah. for Jeez. sure. Um, it's unfortunate because I would have loved CJ Stroud to fall to me at 102. <laughs> uh, but I will take the second best QB from the draft. In my opinion, I know he got injured. It'll, we will see if he can adjust and, uh, have a, a healthier season and healthier seasons going forward. But the upside of Anthony Richardson is too, too good. And I will go ahead and lock him in here at 102. Uh, he's, he's a monster, man. If he can stay healthy, he will be a QB one in fantasy football. It's just, that's the question. Can he stay healthy? Um, but we will go to 103 now with the two-headed monster. What do we got, boys? Yeah, so 103, uh, we're definitely on the fence here. Uh, you could either go Bijan or you could go Jameer Gibbs, but in this situation, we're going to go with Jameer Gibbs, mm -hmm. thinking he's probably going to have a longer life, thinking Arthur Smith is a coach that just absolutely ruins good talent. Uh, that team is stuck in a quagmire right now. Gibbs at least has a path forward. He's in a good offense. He's playing indoors, uh, offense that likes to score points, likes to get receptions as well. Uh, he's been utilized in the game. He's shown he can be a workhorse already. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. It's, it's tough, right? You want to take Bijan because of that. Uh, you know, you had him locked in so hard uh, during the rookie draft season that we had, but at this point in time, give me the guy on the Detroit Lions rather than cursed to be with the Atlanta Falcons. Um, that's just kind of how it is. Uh, all right, well, we'll go back to back here with Mike. I'm not letting it happen again. Picture this, it's 2021. There's a late round rookie that's on an insane, insane tear. And we all fade him into 2022. We think that this isn't sustainable. We did that with Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm not doing it with Puka Nakua. I'm taking Puka Nakua 104. <laughs> now, yeah. it's tight end premium. I don't give a flying frick about Bahan, all right? Yeah, I would much rather have the tight end one in Dynasty right now. And you guys probably think I'm saying somebody else. It's Sam Laporta. 
Boom, baby. Let's go. That's what I like to see. That's what I like to see, Mike. And hell yeah. Head over to Last Word on Sports. I wrote it out. I'm staying true to my tears. I had Puka at 103. So I love it. I, yeah, I, I love Sam Laporta. He has looked fantastic. This is not how tight ends that are rookies are supposed to operate. Nope. <laughs> he's not supposed to be this good, but he is, and he's only going to get better. Uh, okay. Well, that, that takes us to uh, Evan and Eric next. This should be easy now. Yeah, I mean, Mike just made it easy. I mean, we were talking about Bijan at that pick earlier when we took Gibbs, and now it's time to take Bijan again. I mean, we're taking him at the, what would that be, 106. Oh, uh, that's awesome. At, at, that, at that point, I mean, he was pretty much 101 by a lot of average dynasty players, uh, yeah. people that don't quite realize the value of quarterbacks and super flex. I get it. The dynasty running back landscape is changing drastically, but a lot of people still value Bijan very high, and he's still a young running back that has multiple years uh, left on his legs. Okay. Yeah. Just kind of <laughs> broke my heart in half, but I knew it was coming. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a great pick. Uh, seeing him fall this far is weird, but uh, you know, it, it makes sense with his situation, but how, how long can Artie Smith survive? Honestly, I, I hope it's not very long because he is doing that team. No good uh, with those weapons. This leaves me in a little bit of a bind, but to be honest, I'm, I'm pretty confident in my pick. Uh, hard to not take JSN being a Hawks fan, but I'm going to take, who I was really, really high on pre-draft as my wide receiver two in the class. And he has shown to be a playmaker despite his smaller stature. And I'm going to go ahead and lock in Zay Flowers. Mm -hmm. I love it. Mm -hmm. Good pick. Good pick. I like you. Thank you. We're going to go to FF Chris B next with two picks. Yeah. This, this kind of tricky. I was very interested to see, out of the most out of this draft where the wide receivers would fall that were drafted high in it, before the season and the, uh, the the wide receivers that were drafted, you know, four or five, seeing Puka Nakua jump up there to one four is electric. I love to see it. Another wide receiver that was drafted around that range to complete the stack with CJ Stroud, the kid given more opportunity in that Houston Texans offense is take. Dell, I'm gonna oh, pick here. I Ooh. gotta search way down there to take Dell at the Ooh, wow. another big jump up, but with the production tied to the opportunity, tied to the fact that he is with CJ Stroud in that offense. I'm gonna take him there, and then I'm gonna take uh, my wide receiver one in the class in uh, Jackson Smith the Jigba. To follow that. Oh man, that just because shot, I, you man. said you were the Seattle uh, Seahawks fan. Yeah, he wasn't just to hurt me. Just to hurt me. You gotta know okay. your league mates, man. Rule number twelve. Okay. Yeah, break my heart. In <laughs> gotta hit those first eleven later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I am sick to my stomach that you just took my boy Jackson Smith the Jigba. Uh, you so sure that it's not the mashed potatoes? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, maybe soon though. Uh, okay. That, that does leave me in a little bit of a bind. That was going to be my pick. I thought you might go Bryce young there. Uh, it's honestly, it's a little tough not to take the, you know, starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers for the foreseeable future, but he has not looked good and I'm just hard pressed to take him. So I'm going to take a tight end that is right behind Sam Laporta in my yep. opinion for dynasty rankings. Go good. Lock in Dalton Kincaid from the Buffalo Beals. That'll do. Uh, he's looked great. 
He's looked awesome. The only thing that I see uh, in terms of like the differential between Sam Laporta and Dalton Kincaid is there is, uh, you know, another incumbent tight end there with Knox that might come back and maybe steal a little bit of work from Kincaid. But since he's been gone, since he's been gone, uh, Kincaid's been awesome. Uh, and I am happy to take him as my tight end one on this rookie draft. Uh, Evan Eric, you are up. Yeah, so we're talking about uh, Jordan Addison here. Uh, he has looked like a legit 1B, much like Smitty's looked like a 1B to A.J. Brown. So I think he can continue to be a 1B to Justin Jefferson once he finally comes back healthy. Okay, yeah, I mean, Jordan Addison has been coming back healthy. Looking good, and, you know, you might be a little worried with Kirk Cousins going down to injury, but, uh, you know, Josh Dobbs has looked pretty good, too. Uh, but yeah, Jordan Addison has scored a lot and has been pretty good in Justin Jefferson's absence. Uh, so this brings us to Mike with a double pick here. Wow. What a lovely opportunity. Uh, I really thought Kincaid was going to fall to here. And then I really thought Addison was going to fall to here. So now I'm scrolling through my list and I see two quarterbacks, the only two with guaranteed starting jobs next year. And I'm just, I'm just going to pick the quarterbacks with starting jobs. So give me Bryce Young. There's no way the Panthers can replace him next year, even if they wanted to. And then they're likely not going to replace him in 2025 until they truly can evaluate him as a prospect. Uh, next, I'm going to go with Will Levis. It's super flex. It's dynasty. Uh, I didn't love him pre-draft. I'm not super in love with how he's been the last three weeks, but uh, everything around him is on fire. So until everything around him is not on fire, I think he gets the benefit of the doubt. And while he's getting the benefit of the doubt, he can still score me fantasy points. Yeah, I like it. What a what a nice surprise Will Levis uh, was in that first game. It's been a little poopy ever since, but I, I I mean it's hard not to cling on to that one game where we saw him light it up and just the potential of him being able to grasp that job is still very much in the cards. Uh, so I, I like the double shot there. You take away the rest of the pretty interesting QBs on the board. Um, not to so, Eric. Well, I guess we'll see. Evan Eric. Ah, yeah. Who needs quarterbacks at this point? You know, we uh, might as well go with the most electric player left on this board in Devon Achan. Uh, yes, he has been hurt. Yes, there was questions about it, about his body going into the NFL. He's finally in football full time, which is huge. He's going to be able to have another offseason in the conditioning program, in the strength program, and he's the most electric player on the field when he steps on it. Yeah, I. that's... A little bit surprising that he fell that far. I thought that might have been one of Mike's picks. Mike, is it just like injury concern or? Yeah, it's a little bit like pre-draft. We were worried that he wasn't going to be able to hold up. And then now in the course of his first 10 games, he's already been nicked up twice. Like a little bit of worry there. And then also just thinking about if I were truly building a team, I would probably draft the quarterbacks earlier. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, that is also a pretty good pick that I would have definitely made. So now I have to do a little bit of scroll in here. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is where it gets a little trickier for sure. Uh, I would have loved like uh, a Devon A-chain here with this pick, but it does not exist. Um, so I think this is where it gets a little, uh, you can go ahead and kind of get these guys that maybe weren't as high up pre-draft but have since then been performing um it's between two guys for me and 
I think I want to take uh, with this team makeup that I'm building. You know, I got a rich as my QB one. So why don't I go ahead and get the stack and I'll take uh, Mr. Josh Downs here. I love that. Uh, he has had some explosive games thus far. Uh, he's still a rookie. He loses, obviously, his QB one. Um, so going into next season, I'm expecting only better things for Josh Downs. And he's already had games that have made him look electric on the field. So I'll go ahead and lock him in here. Uh, that, ooh, did I? Nice. Yeah, that's some JSN revenge. Uh, we got Absolute a snake. We got Chris here next. What do you got? Yeah. I can I can go a few ways here. I was torn between Josh Downs, Zach Charbonnet, and Frying Pan Hands and Quentin Johnston. So I'm probably gonna pivot away from Johnston. I just haven't liked what I've seen uh, with his time in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Given though the certain situation with the coaching staff is most likely to change after the season, his production could see a bit of a change with that in the 2024 season and beyond. But I just don't trust the prospect. So I'm going to go running back. I like to build uh, my my dynasty teams, especially through rookies, through the running backs. I just got some some hefty wide receivers here that I couldn't pass up. So I'm going to take Charbonnet there uh, with the 4-4 and, and hope that uh, he can be utilized in that in that offense in, in, in Seattle. Like you know, they got Walker there. Walker's consistently injured. He is the RB1 there. But if Charbonnet ever does really get a grasp of that running back room, uh, it's going to be no looking back for him. Okay. Yeah, I, I like that pick. Um, I'm obviously the Hawks fan. I was always sort of in the corner of it is Walker's backfield. But like we yeah. are seeing right now, Ken Walker goes down. Who's next up is Zach Charbonnet, and he is talented enough to be uh, a very, very good and valuable player for fantasy football. Uh, so I think that is a good pick behind uh, Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson, Devon A-Chain. Yeah, I think the clear RB4 there is Zach Charbonnet. Um, okay, so I'm actually I'm trying to get this figured out here. It only gave us it only gave us four rounds. I'm trying to make it so that it gives us more, but it's not being very nice to me right now uh on getting that figured out so while i get that figured out mike do you want to run us through who we've got so far on the board i would love to so leading us off we have chris who has selected cj stroud who is crushing rookie records tank dell who is a indication that size doesn't matter jackson smith and jigba he's betting on talent moving forward in a bad situation and zach charbonnet who just became the most valuable handcuff in america uh cory went ahead and he put anthony richardson my heartthrob and then Zay Flowers, his heartthrob. Dalton Kincaid, just electric for the Buffalo Bills, and little concerned that it took an injury for him to break out. And then Josh Downs, who, if he had first-round draft pedigree, we wouldn't even be questioning him there. He would probably be two or three rounds higher. Then we have Evic or Aaron, depending on how you want to cut it up. Uh, they took all of the running backs, which is very unlike Evan. Uh, they started with Jameer Gibbs. Then they went Bahan Robinson. Uh, Jordan Addison in the third, number two receiver at the Passionat. Do what you want. Uh, and then Devon Achan to round us all the way out. Another size doesn't matter pick. And I went ahead and I took Puka Nakua at the 1 4 to prove a point. Took Sam Laporta at the 201 because it's tight end premium. And then the last two quarterbacks worth mentioning, Bryce Young and Will Levis, both hopefully with starting jobs next year. So that is our first 16 picks. Hopefully we get to go a little deeper. 
Yeah, and I really appreciate you vamping for me, but I just don't see a way to add more rounds for whatever reason. So I think we're just going to do this freeform the rest of the way. We'll at least go a couple more rounds here, but uh, yeah. it won't be with the draft board, unfortunately. I'm not sure why it doesn't let you just like add rounds. It's kind of lame. Come on, well, sleeper. We'll find a way to follow around. And uh, as people pick it, go ahead and just put them in your queue. That way you know that they got picked and we'll just talk through it. But all right, well, uh, let's go ahead and yeah. So, so Chris, you got you got one more pick here, man. Who are you taking after Zach Charbonnet? Ooh, decisions, decisions. Uh, there's a few good ones, but I'm gonna lean wide receiver again. Another high volume player, uh, seeing a ton of work in his offense is going to continue to see a ton of work in his offense. A wide receiver room that's been depleted uh, with injuries. This season and old guys, that's the New England Patriots. And I'm going to go rookie wide receiver out oh, no. of Liberty, Demario Douglas. I did not expect Pop to go this early. <laughs> okay. You're talking wide receiver. I was hearing some some key words there, and I was afraid you are going to get my guy. <laughs> but uh, he is still there. So I am wiping some sweat from my forehead. Uh, you know what is funny to see just like at this point in the draft is uh, – no one's biting on Quentin Johnston, huh? Weird. Uh, I will not be biting on Quentin Johnston if you're curious. Uh, I am not a fan. But I'm going to take a wide receiver that has been quite good. Uh, kind of off the radar, I think, for a lot of people. But the Packers drafted him pretty highly. Uh, and he has looked like a weapon in many, many different forms. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and lock in Mr. Jaden Reed. Very nice. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and that will bring us to that two-headed monster, Everett. Yeah, so uh, we're going to keep with the trend because why not? Uh, let's go with Taze Spears, who very well could be the running back in Tennessee next year, and he's catching plenty of passes out of that backfield already. Okay. Well, yeah. that was rude. High upside, and uh, I, I imagine you just kind of wanted to just stick a knife right in Mike's heart. So good on you. I mean, it is a lot of fun to, you know, just yeah. take Mike out on the stream. That was yeah. the deciding factor between the two we were stuck between. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I, we're really good friends, guys. That's nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, I am going to go ahead and pick somebody that's probably not expected. Uh did you guys know that Rasheed Rice is the only wide receiver with a pulse? So, uh, wait, wait, like only in the whole league? In the whole league. Everyone else is one. a zombie? <laughs> Everyone else is a zombie out there? No, but uh, in Kansas City, like we saw it last night, they decided to force feed Justin Watson 11 targets because they refused to give rookies more of a workload. Like Rasheed Rice is becoming an integral part of that offense, which an integral part of an offense involving Pat Mahomes. I'll take that every day of the week moving forward though this that was the easy pick and i was kind of filibustering so i can get a little more time well, I'll, I'll help you a little <laughs> bit just to i mean prop a question here the only reason why i think he's been pushed down this far is like when he's been out there and catching passes he looks awesome but he's still getting like not a ton of routes like he runs like three maybe four different routes and that's it is yeah. that worrying at all that's an andy reedism uh, i'm not yeah. too worried about it the Talent is there. The eye test is there. So if those things are true, I will just bet on the talent and hope that it works out in the right situation. Okay. Moving on, though, it's still tight end premium. And there's still a tight end that I really like out there. 
so I'm just I'm just gonna go ahead and take Michael Mayer. Uh, I'm oh. doubling down at tight end. The Raiders are a dumpster fire right now, yeah. but Devontae Adams could be on the move in 2024. And then who is catching passes other than Jacoby Myers? Yeah, did you see the, I mean, again, yep. just like random news rumor report, but uh, Jets wanting to bring Adams into the fold next year to reunite with Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, the Rodgers weapons in Green Bay were bad, so let's just put all of them in New York <laughs> and fix it. <laughs> the Green Bay Jets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on to Evan Eric here for the next pick. Yeah, so uh, Michael Mayer uh, was just torn away from us, so that was Ooh, a lot of fun. Hate to um, hear it. Karma yeah, sucks, doesn't yeah. it? That could have been yeah, Tajay Spears. It could have been. Could have been. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna go with the other tight end worth anything in yep. Musgrave. Yep. Um, That's who I thought you were picking, Mike. I thought you were going Musgrave. Thought about it. Yeah. So that, that Green Bay offense is just abysmal. Um, but somebody has to catch passes, and it sure as heck seems like it's not Watson catching passes there. It's so. anyone else. <laughs> yeah, it is it is brutal there. Um, Dontavian has, Wicks. Yeah, I mean, he's on my list here uh, a couple rounds Ooh. from now. <laughs> well, you might want to move him up. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> okay well uh okay my pick here um yeah we're down into the hopefully these guys can cut out a role tier i think um so i'm gonna go with a guy that has just had flashes um he's dealing with injury right now but uh he didn't get a lot of playing time with his team's quarterback one um when he comes back maybe get some more reps with kyler murray uh and making Michael Wilson, a very interesting Ooh. prospect for 2024. Oh, Michael yeah. Wilson, gimme. I like that pick. Thank you. Thank you. Like well, Chris, you are next. I hope I didn't uh, swipe another one from you. No, you didn't. And I'm okay. going to stop the fall of Quinton Johnson here at the 212, the yeah. biggest baller Ooh. in the draft so far. <laughs> I'm going to take the first round, the first round capital here uh, with Quinton Johnson. As much as I talked about not liking him uh, with the previous oh, picks, I'm going to I'm going to stop the fall here. So I'm going to I'm going to pick Quinton Johnson here at the 212. And then to flip on that, are we going another round? Yeah, we got time. Yeah, Let's go at right. least one, maybe two. Let's All do right. two. All right. I got uh, just looking at the players left here. I'm going to keep me another running back. I'm going to go Roshan Johnson, Chicago Bears. Oh, you uh, dirty dog. <laughs> The, dirty, the, dirty dog. He might not be a guy this year, but Dynasty. Yeah. Uh, he's he's solid for that offense. He's a good pass blocking running back for them, which oh, yeah. is what the Chicago Bears need in that offense. So give me Roshan Johnson there at the at the three one. I'm loving Roshan Johnson as Caleb Williams RB1 going into the next <laughs> season. Uh, I think he will be very, very good. His pass blocking, like you said, is excellent. Yeah. Um, I love, I mean, I knew you're smart, Chris, but also just want to give you props for uh, not liking Quentin Johnston. Uh, we are, <laughs> we are brothers in arms there. Never yeah, a believer, never will be. But yeah. at this point, you take the shot, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. The draft capital is there. The, the team drafted him with a with a first round pick. Yeah. They're gonna tied to Herbert. Yeah, tied to Herbert. They're gonna yeah. see what he's got. There's gonna be a new coaching staff coming in, most likely either at the end of the season, before the end of the season this year, or before or at the end of the season uh this year, heading into next year. So at the 212, 
with the fall, considering he was a one seven one nine uh, before the season started, I'll, I'll I'll buy the dip. Okay, uh, this is where things get funky. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a guy here, and uh, it's it's a little tough because you know you look at the rest of the guys and you're like, hey, these guys have draft capital. I'm gonna go with the guy that doesn't. <laughs> have any uh but has shown some explosivity ah, son of a biscuit given that his uh backfield just continues to be decimated the only guy in front of him being 28 year old gus bus i'm gonna go ahead and take a shot on mr keaton mitchell great pick thank you thank you he's gonna go wild against los angeles this week oh yes he shall uh very excited to see that uh had a little bit of a, a a downer game uh been a little frustrating i think for fantasy owners with his uh big performance and then kind of a dud but he's shown yeah. it already he's shown his ability i'm believer because who else is there jk dobbins who knows gus yeah. bus older and older give me some keaton mitchell uh what do we got from evan eric yeah so we're gonna go with jonathan mingo uh bryce young isn't very good at football right now, uh, or at least he's not performing very well. Um, but Mingo is the clear number two in that offense right now, um, at least the wide receiver core. And Thielen is only going to be a year older next year. Um, so hopefully Mingo can take the next step in the offseason. I think Thielen, like, man, I don't even know. Like the Panthers might want to just like try to deal him in the offseason. So I don't know what you can get for him, but I just don't know if he does a lot for that group that obviously needs other pieces to build around Bryce Young. Um, so I think that's a decent pick just considering like, yeah, who who is going to be the wide receivers for the Carolina Panthers going into the next season? Uh, who knows? Uh, but okay, we got Mike with a double pick here. Man, looking at this board right now, it got real gross real quick. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> I <laughs> love this. Okay, I'm going to talk about a player that was a 2024 play from the start. They've dealt with some injuries. They've dealt with some problems. I hate you. They have day two draft capital. They're still super young, and they're able to grow in their role. Uh, I'm talking about Kendra Miller. You suck. If (laughs) Kamara leaves, Kendra Miller's an immediate running back option. So he's worth a bench stash. Plus, he keeps having the out designation that you can hide him on your IR. So that's kind of a win. Next, I'm going to talk about my boy. Just my absolute, my heartthrob. From Here Tennessee, <laughs> Jalen Hyatt, uh, not Hendon okay. Hooker. Uh, okay. Look, I got concerned. <laughs> he, he's a deep threat in a wide open uh, receiving core with a, just atrocious quarterback play right now. So if the quarterback play improves, if he develops in his route tree, if the Giants figure these things out, like this is a lot of ifs, but when you're talking about this deep of a draft, I would rather bet on the physical tools and the draft capital, and Hyatt is overflowing with both. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, the Giants were absolutely cursed this season. So I don't think Hyatt has gotten a fair shake quite yet. He does right. have some intriguing athletic skills and his speed. So yeah, I think that's a decent flyer shot. Uh, what about the two boys? The two boys down there. What do you got? Yeah. So uh, I guess we're going with Aiden O'Connell. Um so that's that's fun. Yeah, it got very, it got very dirty very quickly here. <laughs> really um, yeah, I do just yeah. want to shout out real quick. It was a gross pick, but that is a fresh hat, Eric. I like that it just says Nash. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. 
So, yeah, is there a chance that he has the starting job next year? Uh, who the heck knows at this point? Yeah. I mean, There's a chance, they're right? They're probably bringing in somebody, if not mm-hmm. going back to Jimmy. Who knows, though? Um, but mm. at this point, why not take that shot? And, I mean, he's a starting quarterback for the rest of the year that potentially, if they keep winning games, has upside of maybe starting next year, which isn't the worst to take at this point in the draft. No, I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, he he has looked at least – I mean, he's won a couple games. Yeah. Just straight he, up. Like, he off the bench has won a couple games. And Jimmy G, I, I, can you really put Jimmy G back out there now? No. No. I, I view AOC as, like, Davis Mills. He's not yeah. the long-term guy, but maybe he keeps having a job by accident. And that's that, great. That's a really good comparison. Yeah. I actually, I do. <laughs> you call him AOC, by the way. That yeah. that caught me off guard because I didn't know Connell. Yeah, I know. I know. But it's also uh, a political <laughs> person. Never heard of that person. What do we? <laughs> okay. Uh, I do like that even more, though, because I do have an Aiden O'Connell autographed uh, card, uh, rookie card for him. Very so nice. When I got it, I was like, womp womp. But now I'm like, womp womp. Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that that was a decent ass pick right there. I, I I liked it. I was thinking about him too for my next one. Um, it's so gross, guys. This is really nasty down here in the dregs. Um, I'm torn between wanting to go with a guy who I still think is talented but is buried on the depth chart and a guy that has shown uh, uh, some flashes of ability and a guy that I am just... Uh, a heartthrob homer for i'm gonna keep it fun i'm gonna go with the heartthrob homer <laughs> i'm bobo. gonna take two undrafted guys here i'm going jake bobo what? seattle seahawks yes best passing grade blocker <laughs> in the nfl on the field he made one of the i would i would say it's an easy top 10 touchdown catch this year mm-hmm. uh with his uh corner of the end zone grab he had a few weeks ago. He's a rookie. He's undrafted. I like his ability, man. I think he's going to stay on the field. He's going to get some looks. Tyler Lockett's not going to be around forever. I think the future of the Seattle Seahawks is DK Metcalf, JSN, and Jake Bobo. I like it. Jake Bobo. And that name is, I mean, that <laughs> name alone, right? You draft yeah. on the name. Football name right there. You put some I respect on that name, Bobo. <laughs> Jake Bobo. What's I have a feeling we were we were thinking about the same players. We're on the same wavelength here with the player that's buried on the depth chart being Marvin Mims. That's going to be yep. my pick here, only yep. because of the rumblings of coming out of the Denver Broncos front office about at least one of the wide receivers being traded throughout the season. They were talking about one of the wide receivers being traded, so they're going to want Marvin Mims as a long term asset uh, on the field for the Denver Broncos passing attack. Whether it's Jerry Judy being shipped or Cortland Sutton going, Marvin Mims will eventually be a thing for the Denver Broncos. It's just so unfortunate that it's not right now because the preseason hype. Same with Tank Bigsby. Uh, if we do another round here, Tank Bigsby is going to be my next pick. But that's only as a stash right now. These two guys are pretty much taxi stashes at the moment. You're just waiting for the opportunity to be presented for Marvin Mims, for Tank Bigsby, in order to take advantage of their roles. No, you nailed it, Chris. Those were my two picks that I was voting yeah. besides Jake Bobo, 100%. Um, I, I think it's really strange still that like Marvin Mims had these, you know, couple week just completely game buster games. And then since then, it's just kind of been like nothing, yeah. like a lot of special teams. But that being said, Marvin he's Mid. a rookie. Yep. 
next year play if one of those guys leaves for sure like he could be really really good and then tank bigsby you're just you're i think you're a little disappointed that he didn't carve out a little more of a role like side by side with etn but etn has just been i mean hard to pull off the field he's been really really good uh yeah it's also discerning to see guys like Dernis johnson have decent days go out there and bust off big runs so having a guy like tanks bigsby who everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people touted that was good. we're going to take Travis Etienne's job when he was drafted to the Jacksonville Jaguars and having that just fall to pieces in front of our eyes. It, it hurts because the draft capital, most people probably spent the mid-second, possibly a high second, depending when you drafted on Tank Bigsby and have him fall to back end third and stuff yeah. like that. It, it's tough. It is. It is definitely. Yeah, I think people were definitely expecting more from him. Uh, but at this price point, he's like a yeah. he's one of the premium handcuffs. It feels like so exactly. Um, I like the pick. Are, are we? Do you guys want to do one more here? If you make me, Chris. Chris got in his Tank Bigsby pick, so I feel like we kind of have to at least just go through <laughs> the rest of the round. Let's do it. Um, it's gonna be yucky. I know. I know. Let's get. Let's get um, gross. Especially with my pick here, because <laughs> it's. It's so gross. I don't know. I don't even want to say it because I'm going to, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know how you guys, you guys are going to feel about it, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to go. <coughs> so gross. I'm going to go Israel Bonaconda. Uh. Pure, pure talent. I, I don't know. I, at this point, he's so buried. Brees Hall's the guy, but they cut Michael Carter. They keep Israel yeah. Bonaconda. Like maybe he's also one of these like handcuff plus guys. Um, the other guy I was thinking of was Tyler Bajant, but I was like, I mean, Bears are going to probably get Caleb Williams. Um, or if not, like they'll have Justin Fields. It's just, you know, take a backup quarterback that is just going to be a backup quarterback is, t- is tough to do, even though he has shown a little bit of ability that is a little bit intriguing. Um, I'll go Izzy. <laughs> what do you guys got? Eric Evan. Yeah, we're we're having a disagreement between the two heads here. Disagreement. Well, talk, talk it through. Let's hear it. I want to hear it. I don't think Here's... it's a huge disagreement. It's yeah. either all this trash or the future Hall of Fame starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears. I mean, Ooh, I don't Dorian see Thompson Robinson's going to start oh, for the really? Bears. Okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I want. I want to tell Eric wants McLaughlin. <laughs> Eric wants. Who else did you want? We should definitely go Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Is the season? Help! Just help. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to executive pick because Eric is not allowed to pick right now, and say Cedric Hillman. Yeah, I mean it, it's your house, Evan. You could just kick him out. I mean, Unreal. I, I could, but then I feel bad making him sleep on the streets. You know, <laughs> he could he could go find some bachelorette parties, which he would just talk to anybody and everybody. So it might happen. I made like 20 new friends so far. Trouble in paradise. <laughs> Do you just keep hopping from like bachelorette party to bachelorette party? Like, how do you find them? Are you just like sniffing? Uh, them was out? that like a total of like 15 bars in the last three days? So, I just imagine Eric like a bloodhound. He's like, I smell one three blocks away. It just goes yeah, galloping it, off. It's, to the next it's not, it's not hard to find, Corey. You just yeah. open your eyes and yeah. you see like 20 of them. Down in uh, Tarpon Springs, it got adopted by a bachelorette party one night. That was fun. Oh, nice. That sounds like a story for another time. Uh, yeah, after hours <laughs> my- episode. So sorry, that pick was one more time. What was it? Cedric Tillman. Cedric Tillman. Got it for the Browns. Uh, okay, got some interesting physical traits. 
Is that why you're keen in on him? Yeah, interesting physical traits. Before he got hurt, he was the number one wide receiver at Tennessee, um, which Jalen Hyatt ended up taking over in that final year. And Watson doesn't look quite like the pumpkin that he was at the beginning of the season or the end of last season. So there's at least some hope there. And then the offensive line, obviously Watson's hurt, but yeah, the offensive line uh, is still the offensive line. And uh, who do they have after Amari Cooper? Not really anybody. Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah. RIP Elijah Moore truthers though. I mean, okay. Uh, Mike last pick round us out. I feel like we said this is a joke, but also it's a quarterback with a job right now. And uh, you could do worse than that. It's a yeah. toss up. And I'm going to throw both of these names out there. And I want, if you're listening at home, put it in the comments. Who would you choose? Dorian Thompson Robinson or Tommy DeVito. Ooh. If you had to pick one of those for the rest of the season, I'm picking DTR because I think that there's more of a yeah. chance that Watson's injury slow rolls into something yeah. or like, Something weird pops up, and they they have to throw him back in there. And also, let's just talk through the rest of the season real quick. He gets Denver, L.A., the Rams, not the Chargers, but they're green on sleeper. Jacksonville, Chicago, Houston, the Jets, gross, and Cincinnati. There's a chance that he wins a couple of those games. There's a chance that he's useful for fantasy the rest of the way out. I'm going to put my uh, cookies in Dorian Thompson's hands. I, I think the upside is there with him. I, I, I don't really like, yeah, I, I, I see the upside with, with DTR um, much more. So he has the, he has the legs or he should, he hasn't really been doing a lot of it, but he has presented the, the ability in the past to be able to run around and be mobile. Um, so when we're talking fantasy, I mean, you could do worse. Um, I'll go ahead and, and put out like a, like honorable mention here. I'm surprised that Jaleel McLaughlin went undrafted here because he's looked interesting. Um, I don't think Samaj P. Ryan is going to be a long-term answer for the Broncos third down back. I think Jaleel has, has made some, some noise some has made some, uh, some tremors there. So, you know, not saying that that was a better pick, but you know, just surprised that he did not get picked at all. Uh, is there anyone else that like anyone wants to like shout out that wasn't selected? That's a bit of a surprise. I did kind of like this is the I end had, of the road. <laughs> I had Darnell Washington cross my mind because I really liked yeah. him pre-draft and Fryermuth could be on the outs and like the Steelers organization could just re find themselves. But I'll go ahead and say like Dontavian Wicks was yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I almost threw a dart that way, but you know, it's, it's the Packers and, it's a little tough. We still don't really know what Jordan Love is. Um, what a wild ride that has been. He looked so good at the beginning of the season and then not at all. Yeah. Um, one last one. Okay. Uh, Chase Brown. He ended up on IR for a little bit as he was starting to maybe think about earning the number two role. Like Mixon isn't immortal. Like there's a chance that he becomes the guy there at some point. So if you've room on a taxi squad, could be there's worse options. It's interesting to me too, just to kind of leapfrog from that, how much discussion there was this season with like, look at all of these, you know, good, but now very like pretty old by RB standards, RBs that we were all kind of like, oh, well, maybe this rookie will come in and, or maybe this guy will like carve out a role. Not a ton of that happened, really. A lot of these older RBs are still kind of like clinging to their jobs going into next season. I, I, I have to imagine we're going to see a little more turnover there, but we shall see.
Um, okay, well, that was really fun. I don't know if there's like a good presentable way to like go through all these picks since we lost the draft board. Um, do you guys have like your teams at all? Like, can you run through your teams at least at all? Or should we just call it? Ivan put all of the picks in the chat and I will go ahead and build some kind of thing and put it out later. But okay, thanks everybody great. for tuning in. It was a yeah. super fun show. It was a very fun show. I appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. Chris, thank you so much for joining us, man. It was a ton of fun. You you are very good at this. I just, you know, because I agreed with a lot of what you said, but also <laughs> yeah, exactly. obviously you have I did my research. Here. Yeah. <laughs> nah, thanks uh, for having yeah. me, man. I appreciate it. Of course. Yeah. Do you want to take a second and just like blast whatever you got going on, uh, whether it's the the Saints coverage that you're doing for High Point or uh, your your own podcast or your own stuff that you're putting out? Yeah, of course. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Fantasy and Frames at Fantasy and Frames across all social media platforms at FF Crispy is my personal Twitter handle. Uh, you can find me every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on the Fourth and Frame show with Drew and Rhett. And I cover the New Orleans Saints with High Point Sports, uh, diving into their matchup this week. Looking forward to that. Find me on there as well. Other than that, that's that's pretty much it. Don't call me. Don't text me. I don't want any <laughs> DMs. Nothing like that. But seriously, though, if you got any questions, hit me up. I'm I'm I'm, I'm always open. Heck yeah, man! And I'm sure we'll hit you up again to have you uh, coming back on if you want to, because it, of course. it was a blast. Yeah, anytime. happy to happy to have you. It was a very good time. Well, that brings us to the end, guys, of the episode this week. Like I said, Thanksgiving week. I am very thankful uh, for anyone that listens and watch. Uh, and watch this episode. I'm very thankful for the boys coming out and uh, talking some football. And of course, I'm so, so thankful for our sponsor, Dubby. Uh, the best energy drink around. Uh, it is jitterless. It is delicious. And it got me through a wild evening of cooking a bunch of different Thanksgiving foods because we're doing Thanksgiving a little early in our household this year. Uh, so I'm going to go and Feast on all of my hard work for the day right now. And uh, thank you once again for everyone uh, for watching. And we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.